Talking about the money, National Energy Regulator of South Africa, which uh, determines the tariffs that ESCOM charges all of us as electricity users, has uh, effectively, according to uh, uh, ESCOM Chair Jabu Mabuza, wiped out the 69 billion rand cash injection that the Treasury allocated in the February budget to uh, the utility. And uh, in essence, uh, they feel that uh, this has neutralized the government's support package. And I'm now joined on the line by uh, Relationship Manager at FNB Securities, and that's uh, Kabelo Tsula. Cabello, how are you, my brother? I'm good, thanks, my brother. How are you? Very, very well, thank you. Cabello, just give us a brief background here uh, in terms of what NERSA has awarded uh, ESCOM here by way of a tariff, and more importantly, where that 69 billion rand uh, that uh, Tito suggested as, uh, I guess, a support measure in February fits into uh, that determination. So, yeah, thank you. I think, uh, you know, we have to go back a few months into uh, about October, September, when ESCOM uh, gave its submission with uh, with regards to a multi-year sort of price determination, basically giving us a, 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 um, the outlook in terms of price increases for the next, I think this one is for three years. And the uh, the regulator, NASA, went about the country and got public opinion and essentially uh, um, uh, went to about seven of the nine provinces, basically finding out from people on the ground what's a fair rate What's a fair escalation for for uh, ESCOM to to hike or for us to allow ESCOM to hike prices? And ultimately, they came back today, um, giving an announcement, essentially uh, negating some of those uh, uh, increases that the the, um, the the finance minister had announced. In, in total, it 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 really did wipe it out. I think my 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 assessment is that over a hundred million, hundred billion. I beg your pardon. Um, was, was taken off the table through this mechanism that NERSA um, uh, uh, implements, essentially a, a multi-year sort of uh, um, arrangement. And, and those numbers came in. For this year, we're looking at about an, an increase of about 9.4, thereby uh, essentially wiping out $13 billion from ESCOM's submission in 2020, 2021, also wiping out a hefty $31 billion. And uh, I think the biggest hit came in, in year year uh, three of, of the three-year program, wiping out $58 billion. So, uh, yeah, I think, you know, if you go back and you listen to, to the finance minister and uh, before that, perhaps what the, the president had said, you know, there's thoughts of of splitting the, the utility into mm. three, you know, units. There's there's also obviously the looming sort of uh, uh, cane that's, that's the rating agencies waiting for Efficiencies. They've said that uh, this is probably the biggest hindrance to South Africa's uh, development, of course, including growth. Um, but, yeah, it's a really hot one, I mm. must say. You know, Cabello, I mean, I guess the other question here, when we talk about wiping off uh, a few billions here from uh, uh, the balance sheet of uh, ESCOM, uh, when ESCOM goes into these multi-year price determination talks with the NERSA, uh, one of the big issues here is really about recovering some of the costs that they've already put in uh, to deliver the electricity that they've already delivered to households and businesses alike. And uh, I recall last year, Business Unity South Africa suggesting that uh, in a context where many of those costs have been, uh, I guess, uh, improper improperly uh, acquired or even improperly expended, uh, much of that linked, of course, to corruption and all manner of issues, if we recall the coal issue with Tegeta and many other issues that have happened at uh, ESCOM over the years. One does get a sense uh, then of getting to a question that says who then should pick up the can for that. Uh, If indeed ESCOM was the one uh, through executive mismanagement and all manner of impropriety 
was able to pick up some of these costs that now have to be repaid uh, through the nurse process by us households and businesses alike. Uh, then the big question is, sh- who really should be holding the can for some of the corruption that we've seen at ESCOM? No, that's even a, a hotter potato. I mean, even NASA says in in the submission today um, uh, that you know a lot of these uh, or their the stances is, is is potentially subject to review, subject to fi- to to findings either by the SIU, by the Hawks, by National Treasury, um, and and it's it's a tricky question ultimately. But um, you know, uh, ESCOM even in their results highlighted internally that the you know the irregular expenditure shot up from uh, a reported 3.3 up, I think, up to about was it about 16 or or, or there about 19 billion. Um, and, yeah, it has to be multi-pronged. I think you know it it can't be you can't let uh, um, sort of uh, the entity re- you know self-correct uh, uh, so to speak. Um, at this point, I think a lot of South Africans are probably looking and saying, you know, with all this load shedding, is it sustainable to have a, a behemoth such as ESCOM uh, ultimately run it on its own devices? Uh, and I'm not sure I have the answer for that, but I also think, uh, you know, the, the regulator has to say, okay, so, so what is fair for consumers? And I think that's what they were trying to do mm. throughout throughout this consultative process. But ultimately... You know, this runs back several years uh, uh, in terms of the accountability and the lack of potential corporate governance. Uh, so, so I'm I'm sorry, I can't give you an answer yeah. there, but uh, <laughs> it's a loaded one indeed. Camelo, what then does this mean, I guess, for the pace and the speed uh, with which uh, the mm. uh, muted turnaround at ESCOM is going to happen here? Because we do know that uh, on the one hand, there's this uh, um, a challenge of uh, the new power stations, which uh, have been uh, partially commissioned, but which continue to have all manner of mechanical, operational, and technical challenges. And then you add to this, of course, uh, this uh, particular challenge here, which in essence has wiped out uh, the cash support that uh, ESCOM received from the National Treasury. Uh, What does this now mean for the pace of the turnaround strategy at ESCOM? Look, I think, um, you know, the the appointment of a chief reorganization officer is is paramount. Um, There has to be a thorough sort of analysis of of, uh, the contracts which are... Uh, touted to be those that are contentious and and are dragging the the utility back, um, the you know in terms of you know the the, the group essentially has been reporting at least in the last two years that I've viewed uh, uh, um, operational losses, and and I think it's probably best that um, yeah you know we get someone in sooner rather than later to mm. to try and and change the utility with the assistance of the existing executive of course but um you know the the how do you call it the downfall of of us not uh, acting hastily with this is 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 the trickle effect into the economy and and ultimately in 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 the things that we value most as as a country i e jobs mm. i e uh, uh, you know um the likes. Yeah, last one before I let you go uh, there, Cabello. Uh, I don't think it's uh, only the shareholder representative here uh, in the form of the DPE and the National Treasury that uh, would have watched that announcement from NERSA quite closely. I also think some of the bondholders uh, who carry some of ESCOM's debt would have also been watching this one closely. Uh, what then do they make about the quality of the, uh, I guess, debt instruments that they hold uh, from the uh, uh, national utility here? And uh, more importantly, what does this mean for ESCOM's borrowing costs going forward? No, so so I think um, obviously with us being at at a very um, progressed 
case in terms of the rating agencies, I think it's it's probably one that's being watched quite closely. I can't tell you what they're probably going to deduce from it. Um, in terms of activity today, uh, if, if, if one can look at it, I didn't see any major moves in the RAND. Look, it's strengthened um, because we know the, the chain effect that this could have for, for development internally. Um, in terms of borrowing costs, I, I think they'll probably be uh, given the benefit of the doubt, given that um, one we're, we're approaching an election year and there's going to be some sort of well, there's already a, a deep focus on on turning the utility around. I think there's there's no doubt that it's been uh, highlighted as a potential uh, um, um, stumbling block in in our progress. Um, so I think one has to just see policy certainty with regards to, or, or not even with regards, but mostly with the intent at which we want to fix the utility uh, before we get any particular move either up or down in terms of a rating, in terms of borrowing costs, etc. Okay. Gabelo, we'll have to leave it there. My brother, really appreciate that you could take time out to speak to us uh, this evening here on Metro FM Talk. Gabelo Tula.